The scripture reading for today comes from John 8, 12 through 30. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. Jesus answered, Even if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true. For I know where I come from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is true. For it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two people is true. I am the one who bears witness about myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness about me. They said to him, therefore, Where is your Father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. These words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple. But no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. So he said to them again, I am going away, and you will seek me, and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said, Will he kill himself? Since he says, Where I am going, you cannot come. He said to them, You are from below, I am from above. You are of the world, I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins unless you believe that I am he who will die in your sins. So they said to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, Just what I have been telling you from the beginning. I have much to say about you and much to judge. But he who sent me is true, and I declare to the world I have heard from him. They did not understand that he had been speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing in my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. This is his second declaration about himself. In fact, it is related to his first declaration. I am the bread of life. Do you remember last Sunday I shared with you what is the bread? It is the source of meaning and purpose of life. Our life. The source is God himself. But without light, we cannot see God. Then we don't know God. In chapter 1, John said, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus, the Logos, the Word, came to us. 
to be the source of life. And He is light in the world. But many people, still today, many people in darkness, being ignorant. Why? Jesus said, Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. There are many, many people, they believe Jesus. But not many people follow Jesus. Unless follow Jesus, people are still in darkness, ignorant. Why then don't people follow Jesus? Even they believe Jesus. Because following Jesus conflicts with their desires. Following Jesus means transcending myself, my desire, for his desires. In other words, it is living with the light in inner being. Do you have light in you? Do you have Jesus in you? So Jesus said, I know where I came from and where I'm going. Having light in us means knowing where we are from and where we are going. Do you know where you're from and where you're going? People in the world think, they think they know they are from mother's womb and going to the tomb Warm to the tomb. No. But we know, we know people have light in them. We know we came from God and going to God. Last Sunday I shared with you, we from nothing to nothing, zero to one to zero. But zero, nothing, is a real thing. The eternal God, eternal thing. We are going to eternal thing. So Jesus defined himself in John's gospel over and over I am the one who was sent. That's Jesus' identity in John's gospel. I'm the one who was sent. 
to teach us where we're from. According to Jesus, we are also sent by God for reason. For reason. And church called the reason mission. Mission. And what is the mission? Mission is to bring messages to the people from God. To the people in darkness, ignorant, who don't know where they're from, where they're going. And what is the message for the people ignorant? What is the message? Actually, they're not ignorant. They forgot. What is the message? The message is God created us, but we have sinned. But Jesus Christ has forgiven us. So now we are new creation, newborn in Christ. We are new in Christ. We are born again. So now we can declare ourselves we're chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We're one with God, the eternal. We're called out of darkness into his marvelous light. That was the first original mission statement for the people of Exodus. So through Jesus, church, Christians who follow Jesus, we restore that mission because of Jesus came to us. But not everybody has a message. Abraham Joshua has said, he said, by the way, he's a rabbi, American rabbi of 21st, 20th century. He said, man is a messenger who forgot the message. We are messenger, but we don't have a message. It is said, but undeniable truth. Many Christians are messengers without a message. We are here to deliver the message, but nothing to deliver. So people are still ignorant. They are in darkness. They are clueless where they're from, where they're going. Why? Why some Christians have no message? Jesus said, because you judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. 
Yet even if I, ju- I do judge, my judgment is true. For it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. Because people have no light in them. So they look, people, look at people. Look at each other in darkness, which means they only see the flesh of people. Just outer person with their own eyes. Just outer person. The physical appearance with specifications of that person. What is the specification we see? Their family background, their race, their finance status, their education, occupation, their health, their age, their achievements, their possessions, their titles. Etc. Because they are desire driven life. Do you have message from God for the people around you? What do you see from them? What do you see from your coworker, your neighborhood, your children, your spouse, your friends? What do you see in them, out of them? What do you see? And what message do you bring to them? There are two visions. When we look at people, there are two ways to look at people. One is straight line of vision. And the other is a curved line of vision. Straight line of vision is just look at people with my own eye, my perspective, my experience, my will, my desire. Desire-driven people see others with a straight line of vision. They gaze people directly just with their own eyes. However, Jesus always gazed people with the curved line of vision. What it means when Jesus sees When Jesus wants to see Jack here, Jesus look at gazing God and see what God see Jack. That's how that's curved vision. Jesus saw people always through God, of God. So we must do the same. When we see others 
with the curve of the vision, we can give the message of God. How God see them, how God perceive them. That's the message we want to bring to them. This is how God sees you. This is how God loves you. No matter what. So when we see them through God, they will experience salvation. Salvation means experiencing being accepted. Right? Salvation is all about God accepts you regardless, without condition, without limit. That's salvation. So by looking at people through curved vision, we have them experience salvation. That's what we should do. But if we see others with a straight line of vision, only see their brokenness and sinfulness, their fault, and their eternal deficiency, then they will experience condemnation. Because they are rejected. They are not welcomed. They are not forgiven. They are not loved. So only they experience, through our vision, through our message, they experience condemnation. How do you see others? How do we see other people? With the curve of the vision? Or straight vision? And what do you see from people? We see others with a straight line of vision because we are from below. Which means we are belong to the world. Jesus said, you are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Unless we welcome Jesus into inner being, have the light in us, we are in darkness. In darkness, even we have eyes, but we cannot see. So from below means we are drawn to the gravity, the gravity, the sin. The sin, the Satan, deceiving us. So, we think we're chained. We're bound to the ground by the gravity, by our sin. 
But it is lie. It is false. Because Jesus, 2,000 years ago, on the cross, he broke the chain of the sin, the gravity. So we are not, no longer under gravity. We don't have to. But Jesus, and people who have Jesus in them, they're from above. Jesus is drawn to the grace, to salvation. So we have this buoyancy. We, we have this power of uh, lifting Because we are drawn to the grace. That's what Jesus did. Because Jesus destroyed the power of sin, the gravity. So we must draw to the grace, not gravity. So we must be driven by desires of God. Not desires of men. The life drawn to the gravity don't know where they're from, where they're going. Even they claim they are Christian, they believe Jesus Christ. But no matter, as long as they are drawn to the gravity. It's such a pathetic situation, isn't it? They're released from the prison. They're unbound. But they're still bound. They think they're bounded. They are chained. They're still confined. That's many Christians and many people in the world, they live in that way. Even though when Jesus died, everyone's inner being was restored, resurrected. So they're all living. No longer they're dead. The inner being is now no longer dead. They are living, but they are confined in their own prison. So they have no light in them. So they don't know God. The eternal Tao. So they don't know themselves, eternal I. No thou, no you, and there's no me. So this is the final phase of our mission. Returning to God. Knowing I, because I know thou, so we must Return to God. That's what Jesus taught us, show us ascension. He will come back. But that's all about resurrected and ascended to heaven. Jesus completed his mission by returning to God. That's our final mission. If we know who I am, where we're from, where we're going. 
But if one does not know I, who lives, in, lives and dies in darkness, that is the eternal condemnation, eternal separation from God. It's not God judged them, condemned them, but themselves judge themselves. Because they're still in the light. Because Jesus came, so we are in the light. But they don't see. They have seen Jesus, but they don't believe Jesus. Sisters and brothers of Christ, we are the people of light. We are not the people of darkness. Yes, even though we are confined in this flesh and blood, the sinful nature, so it is so hard, it is almost impossible not to sin. But even for that condition, Jesus forgiven us. Jesus died for that. Jesus knew we are unable. So Jesus did. Forgiven us. So there's nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. So if we have Jesus in us, then we must see each other with the curved vision, the eyes of God. Even the people in the world with a straight vision, seeing other people and wondering, where is the Father? Where is God? God is Emmanuel. God is with us. Then we must prove to them, God is with me. DJ, God is with me. John, God is with me. But how do we know? How do you know God is with you? Jesus said very clear and very powerful way to prove God is with us. He said, He who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone. For I always do the things that are pleasing to God. This is the one way. This is the way to find out God is with us. Do pleasing God. Do the things pleasing God. And let them know this is the kingdom of God. Like we pray in the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come here on earth. Jesus came 
already. So we are living in the kingdom of God. Where is the kingdom of God? Ephrata, Lancaster County, United States, this whole world, is wherever we go, it is kingdom of God. When people rule by God. Amen. Even though we are in church, even though we are praying, even though we are in the Christian meeting, if we are not surrendered to God, we are not in the kingdom of God. But wherever we are, if we are, my life is ruled by God, that is a filled in the Holy Spirit. That is a powerful message to the people. This is the kingdom of God. Amen. We are not going to kingdom of God. Yes, when we die, when, when Jesus returns, we will transform something we don't know yet. Yes, they will be, we will be the eternal kingdom. But the kingdom, eternal kingdom, already begun. Just don't live in lies of Satan. We are living in the kingdom of God. So, we must do the things that pleasing God. It should because we are dead, but Christ lives in us. Yes, it is still our challenge. We, so we must strive to do it every day. Every hang-up, every sinful habit, we have to give up or stop. We call sanctification. But sanctification is a course of a Christian journey that you have to complete certain level or grade. No. I told you, we are perfect to God as long as we are gazing upon God. We are longing for God. We are perfect to God. Nothing we can do about our salvation. Like the prodigal son returned to home and the father run to him and embraced him. Because the people will rebuke him, criticize his son, and stone him to death. We are prodigal son. You are prodigal daughter. And we returning. So, this is not like what James saying. Doing faith. It is just natural for Christian with the light in us. We must do pleasing God. And this must be the form, the fundamental foundation of a faith, of our church. Doing things pleasing God. So no one deny us. Think about it. Christians without God 
Christian without church without God. What is that? It is just building and social club. Many churches, the world, even though they are ignorant, yes, they are point their finger at churches and Christians today. And you are a messenger, but you have no message. So we must have a message from God. So let's do things pleasing God. So the people around us, they know God is with us. They know the eternal Tao. So they know they are eternal I. And show them the light in you and me. Let's show them the light in us so they know who they are. Amen.